May this be a joyous Monday, the 26th of August. I'm excited. Great news for this recorded part of Con Café. Uh, I got word yesterday uh, <clears throat> that uh, Con Café is now on Apple Podcasts, which I guess is one of the first, if not the first podcast uh, host, uh, but certainly one of the biggest. And so I'm, I'm excited that uh, people from all over the world literally could have a chance to hear the word of, of Christ through whatever it is that I write and share in this podcast. So pray that it be a, a form of evangelism. There are so many people walking around without hope, still walking in darkness, who need to hear a, a word of encouragement. So many people have given up on life. So many people think life has come to a dead end, and, and I pray that not be so. I pray that the meditations of my heart and the words that the Lord gives me may bring hope light and joy to all who listen and for you that read this uh, devotional. <clears throat> so the scripture for this coming next Sunday is from the Gospel of Luke, Luke chapter 14, verse 1, and then skipping to verse 7 all the way to 14. I'll be reading the message version, a modern paraphrase version, which I sometimes like, and you've heard me talk about it, and you've heard me use this before. And the title of this devotional is Humility Goes a Long Way. Here now is verse 1. One time when Jesus went for a Sabbath meal with one of the top leaders of the Pharisees, all the guests had their eyes on him watching his every move. Then skipping to verse 7. He went on to tell a story to the guests around the table. Noticing how each had tried to elbow into the place of honor, Jesus said, When someone invites you to dinner, don't take the place of honor. Somebody more important than you might have been invited by the host. Then he'll come and call out in front of everybody, You're in the wrong place. The place of honor belongs to this man. Red-faced, you'll have to make your way to the very last table, the only place left. When you're invited to dinner, go and sit at the last place. Then when the host comes, he may very well say, friend, come up to the front. That will give the dinner guests something to talk about. What I'm saying is, if you walk around with your nose in the air, you're going to end up flat on your face. But if you're content to be simply yourself, listen to that again. But if you're content to be simply yourself, you will become more than yourself. Then he turned to the host. <clears throat> the next time you put on a dinner, <clears throat> don't just invite your friends and family and rich neighbors, the kind of people who will return the favor. Invite some people who never get invited out. The misfits from the wrong side of the tracks. You'll be an experience of blessing. They won't be able to return the favor, but the favor will be returned. Oh, how it will be returned at the resurrection of God's people. Thus ends the reading of the word of the Lord for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Friends, uh, Sunday dinner is a big deal for most Christians, as it probably is for you too, dear listener. Here in Texas, we use dinner for both lunch and supper, usually uh usually interchangeable. Many are the customs we have had or have about Sunday dinner, and it's a nice custom 
to share your meal with loved ones and friends. For many, Sunday dinner is the big meal of the week. A better way to say it is that the meal after worship on Sunday is a big deal. So Jesus gets invited to have the big meal of the week after worship on the Sabbath with one of the top leaders of the Pharisees. In other words, this is one of the influential leaders and members of the local church. Everyone from the synagogue will be watching the process of Jesus, an outspoken itinerant rabbi, as he goes to eat with an established and locally respected pillar of the local church. Jesus knows this, and he uses it to teach his disciples and those present at that meal an important lesson on humility and self-worth. The dance, and I use that in quote, most people dance, Jesus said, is to make their way to the best seats. I think about wedding receptions where this does indeed happen. As a pastor, I personally have been at the seat of honor and sometimes relegated to the top tier away from the rest of the guests who were on the first floor in a hotel with a two-tier setup. Years ago, when I was a campus minister at the wedding of a daughter of a district superintendent of the Assembly of God, she was very active in our ministry. Uh, <clears throat> she uh, invited me to be a part of the officiants of the wedding, and I forgot what part I did, but uh, I was very honored to be um, present and participating in her wedding. And prior to the wedding, she told Nellie that she needed to buy a long gown since she was the wife of a pastor. <laughs> and that made for some interesting days. Uh, and as we discovered when we got to the wedding, indeed, all the pastor's wives, you can imagine, this is a man who's over several churches, and of course, all of the pastors that are under him in his district were present there, and they were dressed to the nines. And so uh, after the wedding, when we went to a very nice hotel there on the beach on South Padre Island, the 10 or so pastors and their wives marched in behind the couple and their parents and up to the top table of a four-table tier setup. And I, who am afraid of heights, <laughs> enjoyed that. We were served first and we, were tru and we truly felt honored. The other wedding, not so much. This was a, a big wedding, a fancy wedding uh, held at, at a at uh, my church, but the reception was held downtown San Antonio at a very uh, nice hotel, an older hotel that had like a two-story um, reception area. And of course, weddings, uh, as happens a lot here in the United States, seating is assigned. And uh, Jesus said, uh, just be yourself. Don't think you deserve the seat of honor. You may seat yourself there and then be embarrassed to be told you're in the wrong seat. Yours is on the second floor. And how true what Jesus said. And then he added, if you walk around with your nose in the air, you're going to end up flat on your face. But if you're content to be simply yourself, you will become more than yourself. Great wisdom there by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Be thankful you were invited just to be a part of this great festivication. It does not matter where you sit. And to the host of the meal, Jesus took this opportunity to say, next time you put on one of these fancy dinners, don't be like Americans who invite their friends to a meal and then their friends who feel they owe their friends a meal in return will do it again just to pay it back. Jesus said, why not invite people from the wrong side of the track, the ones usually not invited by anyone to such meals? 
Whatever you think you are owed for this action, boy, will it be repaid to you in a manner you will never expect in heaven at the resurrection of the people of God. So, friends, what does this say? Jesus has given us the example for humility. Though Jesus was God and lived in the finest and best residences in the universe, which we call heaven, he came down to give himself for you and me. He who is King of kings and Lord of lords came to serve. The face of Christianity should be the face of Christ in us, living in the same way that Jesus lived and loved among us. Christ put others first, himself last. Jesus knew his worth and value in his Father's eyes, as should we, yet he chose to be servant. When you and I surrendered to God, we surrendered all to him. We should be guided by humility and love. There is no room in the kingdom for conceit and arrogance. The face of Christianity is the face of others in our hearts. Let's pray. Eternal God, Father and Creator of us all, we ask that we might surrender ourselves to you so that we might serve others in love and faithfulness. It is our prayer, dear God, that others may see Jesus in us as we see Jesus in them. And Lord, as we're praying, I ask for healing for dear readers of this devotional who need your healing touch. You know, dear God, who they are. And we ask for your will be done and your will to be done in a mighty way. And this prayer we lift up, not by our merits, for they are very limited and scarce, but in the merits of he who is our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus. And it's in his strong name that we pray. Amen. Dear friend, have a great and blessed day in the Lord. Bless the Lord today in the giving of yourself to others, especially those in need. Receive my blessings of love. I'm Pastor Radio Valverde. Pass this on to someone that may be blessed by it. Tell them to find us on Google Play, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Thank you for listening. God bless you richly. Amen.